0: Hello, and welcome to Jonathan's Verdicts. I'm Jonathan Simeone. The title of this episode is Thoughts on Trump's Impeachment. The verdict for this episode is The Republicans' Defense of Trump is Embarrassing. As always, I don't edit these podcasts. They are just a chance for me to say what's on my mind. I'm recording this episode on the day that Trump's legal team finished its embarrassing defense. And and I just couldn't stay away. There's a lot that needs to be said in no particular order because this absurdity could not be ranked. Those Republicans looking for any excuse to avoid reality, to not even pretend to have a fair trial by not calling any witnesses, are now hanging their head on the absurd argument Alan Dershowitz made last night about you have to have underlying criminal conduct to impeach someone. Now, the first problem with this argument is the messenger. Now, admittedly, Trump has a problem because no lawyer with self-respect would actually represent Donald Trump, so you're left with people like Alan Dershowitz and Ken Starr. But setting that aside, in 1998 and 1999, during the Clinton impeachment, Alan Dershowitz repeatedly made the exact opposite argument. He kept telling everyone that there doesn't need to be criminal conduct to impeach a president. Now he says the exact opposite thing. When Addressing his complete reversal last night on the floor of the Senate, Dershowitz said, well, I did more research this time. And I'm paraphrasing it, but that's the idea. So this person during the Clinton impeachment touted themselves as an expert. He was a Harvard law professor an expert, and now he says, well, back then I didn't do any research. That level of laziness, that level of incompetence, is what the Republicans who don't want to live in reality are now hanging their hat on. Let's look at Ken Starr. Ken Starr is the person who spent four years, millions of taxpayer dollars, investigating everything in Bill Clinton's life, trying to find something to impeach Bill Clinton for. Now, as I've said before, I don't have a problem with impeaching Bill Clinton. I would have voted to remove him from office too. I think perjury is worth impeaching someone. That being said, yesterday, Ken Starr had the gall (laughs) to argue that there's too much impeachment. I mean, hello? (laughs) Ken Starr spent four years chasing Bill Clinton. Now he says there's too much impeachment. There's too much divisiveness (laughs) from Ken Starr. The same guy who interviewed someone who washed windows at Monica Lewinsky's apartment building is now saying there's too much impeachment. You have to be kidding me. For a long time, we heard the Democrats' argument is just hearsay, just hearsay. Nobody with firsthand knowledge has made a claim against the president. John Bolton, in the manuscript of his book, says, Donald Trump told me about the quid pro quo. Donald Trump told me that he was withholding the money until the Bidens and the nonsense about the server being in Ukraine were investigated. John Bolton is willing to testify, someone with first-hand knowledge. Republicans don't want to hear it. But Republican Senator Langford from Oklahoma has a great idea. He says, why don't we have senators read Bolton's manuscript in a secure setting, and then we'll decide if we need witnesses. Now, a manuscript, (laughs) in case anybody's wondering, cannot be questioned. The veracity of a manuscript cannot be judged. A manuscript, by definition, is hearsay. So after screaming about hearsay evidence for months, now the Republicans, almost all of them, and maybe enough to keep any witnesses from being heard, want to deny actual first-hand witness testimony in favor of the possibility of maybe potentially introducing complete hearsay evidence it's absurd absolutely absurd i also want to touch on this idea of witness swapping you let will let you call john bolton and The defense can call Hunter Biden. Here's the problem. Hunter Biden knows nothing about Donald Trump's actions. He knows nothing about what Donald Trump planned, what Donald Trump did. He can't provide any evidence that is remotely relevant to this impeachment trial. Now, Republicans will say, well, but Donald Trump was interested in Ukrainian corruption. Hunter Biden was a symptom of corruption in Ukraine. Here's the thing. Hunter Biden is a sleazebag. Hunter Biden had no qualifications to be on the board of Burisma. Hunter Biden had that position because he was the vice president's son. That is undeniably true. But, But the Trump family arguing a point like this on the same day that Jared Kushner's nonsensical Middle East peace plan is released just defies all credibility. What does Jared Kushner know about peace in the Middle East? But here's the thing. Hunter Biden joined the board of Burisma in 2014. In 2014, the Republicans controlled the House. They controlled the House through the 2018 elections. How many investigations of Hunter Biden's awful conduct were done? Oh, that's right, zero. Republicans controlled the Senate beginning in 2015 and obviously still do now. How many investigations into Hunter Biden's conduct in Ukraine were launched? Oh, that's right. None. None. On April 21st, Trump spoke with Zelensky, President Zelensky of Ukraine. After they spoke, the White House put out a call summary saying they spoke about corruption in Ukraine. Later, we found out because they put out a Redacted call transcript Trump never mentioned Ukrainian corruption during the April 21st call. During the now infamous July 25th call between Trump and Zelensky, Trump never mentioned corruption. The only things he talked about were Joe Biden. Hunter Biden, and the nonsense about the DNC server being in Ukraine. Now, do I think uh, Hunter Biden should have been on the board of Burisma? No. No. Do I think Hunter Biden, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump Jr., Jared Kushner, and this kind of familial corruption is good for the system? Of course not. But Hunter Biden cannot give us any evidence that is relevant to Donald Trump's trial. Republicans want to call Hunter Biden because they want to make this a circus. Donald Trump is the same person who recently paid a $2 million fine for defrauding his own charity to do, among other things, purchase a portrait of himself. And we're supposed to believe that Donald Trump cared about corruption in Ukraine. The argument is patently absurd. Absurd. If Donald Trump and his defense team want to call a witness, by all means... Let them call a witness who will go under oath and who has first-hand knowledge of the phone calls and the emails and will say Donald Trump did not link the aid to Ukraine to investigating the Bidens and the DNC server. That won't happen because no one is going to go under oath and perjure themselves on an impeachment trial. No one is going to do that. The reason they are blocking people like Bolton, people like Mulvaney, people who have actual first-hand knowledge, is because if they tell the truth, they will say there was a clear linkage. Everybody knows that. The last thing I want to touch on, and this is just briefly, Uh, One of Trump's attorneys yesterday made the argument that Rudy Giuliani was a minor player. A shiny object meant to distract the public from what was really going on. Rudy Giuliani was mentioned numerous times by Trump during the July 25th call with Zelensky. He told Zelensky, I want you to talk to Rudy. He's a great mayor, or whatever the hell he said. The three amigos uh, were all told, according to Volker and Sondland, uh, talk to Rudy. The recording that surfaced last weekend, made by Igor Fruman and shared with everybody by Lev Barnas. Uh, Trump was put in touch with them, By Rudy. And yet you listen to his lawyers, and Rudy's a nobody, just a little bit player. Then again, Paul Manafort, who was his campaign manager, was just a guy who was involved for a short period of time. And on and on and on. Trump's defense is embarrassing. It's an insult to the intelligence of the American people. And if the Senate does not attempt even a fair trial, history is going to remember the Republican senators as the gutless cowards they are. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jonathan's Verdicts.